The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Bowman's Body Shop. From dings and dents to full body work, trust Jeff and Kyle Bowen to do the right job. They're located on Middle Tennessee Boulevard. We're joined now by Coach Ben Caldell, Stewart's Creek Redhawks. Dents and dings, Coach. I asked Coach Creasy, how's, how's your team holding up, dents and dings? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, we're uh, uh, excited about the opportunity our team has you know, uh, this coming week, you know, uh, opportunity to extend our season. That's what we all want to uh, experience this time of year. So uh, our team's got a really uh, great opportunity before us this next week. Well, I, I saw a kid last night, Coach. I thought he broke his arm at one point. He he was just dangling. I don't know which kid he was, but, I mean, that, that arm was dangling. So it's, it's that time of year where you're looking, you know, are we healthy? We're ready to start, as Coach Creasy said, the second season. You know, got to be healthy, got to be ready to play. Uh, so, your kids, your kids in pretty good shape, though. Yeah, you know, the, the the young man you're referring to is a tremendous senior leader for us. Inside linebacker Trey White uh, plays a little tight end for us as well. And um, yeah, I'll be honest when when that happened, uh, and uh, you know he got hurt on that play. I thought he was definitely done for the night, perhaps the season, and. Uh, Sure enough, you know, he's uh, battled through some other things, you know, this year as well. He popped right back in there, shows how tough he is. We got a lot of guys like that uh, on our team and uh, really proud of, of what they've done this year to uh, get us in the position that we're in. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about last night's game. I think John Dinkins, who was calling the game, he needed some oxygen the first minute of the game because it was the craziest start I've ever seen, Coach. Yeah, you know, big, uh, big start for us opening uh, kickoff. We housed that. Uh, Javarian, unfortunately, didn't catch it, but uh, maybe it's a good thing. Let some things develop, you know, blocking-wise. And, uh, you know, going up 7 nothing there was uh, big to start on the road. Uh, you know, then, unfortunately, we uh, allowed on second down, uh, the second play on defense for us, we allowed uh, an outside zone play there. Uh uh, to go for about 70, it's a play the exact same formation we worked in practice this week. They ran that play a bunch against East Nashville, and unfortunately we got reached and our safety didn't come down and support. And, uh, you know, so that was very frustrating. You know, other than that play, I thought we played lights out for about the first three quarters of the game on defense. Uh, but then, you know, sure enough, you know, the next kickoff, <laughs> Taden Munavong, you know, uh, shimmies and uh, shakes down uh, there and, you know, barely crossed that goal line, uh, that last cut back and uh, got us up 14-7 to and was a was probably the craziest, you know, one-minute start to a football game I've ever been a part of. It was for me. And you said shimmy and shake. The boy was, like, just bouncing down the field. He wasn't running. He was bouncing down the field because I saw the whole thing. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're fixing the score again. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tremendous return by Tayden. Uh, you know, he is just uh, just a phenomenal young man. I'm so proud of him. He's got some opportunities uh, before him at some really, really good institutions to play college football, which is really well-deserved. I had a head coach in college, um, you know, that was recruiting him, you know, refer to Tayden Munavong, 4.0 GPA, 
uh, refer to him as a can't miss prospect. That's what they labeled him as. And, uh, so proud of him and, uh, can't say enough about what he's done. Three year starter for us and, uh, just a tremendous family. Uh, he represents and embodies everything we want Stewart's Creek football to be about. And, uh, just so proud of him. No, yes. You just gravitate towards those kids. Like you said, he can do it in the classroom. He can do it on the court and the field. Uh, like you said, just a model kid that you want to be, I'm sure, like you just said, a leader in your program. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's a permanent captain for us and, uh, um, you know, just says what his coaches think about him. You know, all his teachers, baseball coach, doesn't matter. He's, he's phenomenal and, uh, you know, definitely glad to be a part of his journey. So last night's game, 14-7, first minute, it's just just like we're, I'm back when I'm a kid playing Tecmo Bowl, and then it comes to a creation halt for basically about two quarters of just grinded out defense struggling penalties. Coach, my gosh, I've never, I want to tell those referees myself. Can y'all just put those in your pocket? Yeah, I, uh, I I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, we <laughs> we we couldn't you know we we couldn't get off the field there for the first quarter and a half and. This was a turning point in the game, in my opinion. We had a 19-play drive, uh, got our defense rested, had a huge touchdown pass that was completed, uh, which included defensive pass interference. And uh, at, at that point in time, 21-7, to I, I thought uh, – I was firm in my belief there was no way we were going to lose that game. We had all the momentum, uh, sustained a huge drive there, and uh, had a late – holding flag uh i mean i it had to have been thrown several seconds after the play um i went back and watched it on film uh certainly not going to make any excuses but you know at 21 to 7 right before half you know i couldn't have been any more excited about you know that moment uh and being on the road and sustaining uh you know uh, an emotional start um you know and and that type of thing but you know, I thought that was a turning point in the ball game. You know, twenty-one to seven, and you know, but regardless of that, here's the thing. You know, uh, up fourteen to seven at half on the road, really tough environment. Riverdale's backs against the wall. Uh, we come back out on defense in the third quarter and get a huge pick. Uh, and uh, you know, so uh, for the first three quarters, I thought our defense fought so well. Uh, came up with two turnovers, uh, four several punts. Um, that type thing, but we just ran out of gas. You can't you can't have over seventy snaps on defense on the road. Uh, you know, we just ran out of gas. And uh, but at the same time, I, I want to give credit where it's due to Riverdale. Their quarterback got the ball out fast. Um, you know, thought they uh, clearly executed their plan. It was pretty easy to see that pretty early what they were trying to do. Um, and uh, obviously, they played really well on defense. You know, after that crazy start as well. But uh, you know, unfortunately, just didn't go our way. But but you got to look at the big picture, you know, where I'm at. You know, I told our team after the game, you know, we can sit and sulk. You know, but I said, here's what I'm going to do. Before I walk off this field, I'm going to walk with my chest out and my head held high. And I'm going to get ready to, uh, you know, for our first-round playoff game. We started 1-4. and four, And look what we've allowed uh, ourselves to do. If you told me when we were 1-4, and four, you're up 14-7 to seven on the road at Riverdale – with a chance to play in the first round, there is nobody that wouldn't have would have would have uh, not taken that. So our guys are fighters, and and we've got a heck of an opportunity before us this next week at Coffee County. Absolutely. Well, let's go even back further than one and three. Let's go back when we start talking beginning of season. Where are you practicing? Um, we're, we're we're having to find somewhere. Uh, what about go posts? Well, we don't have any. 
you know. So, I mean, if you want to talk about adversity, you can go all the way back to trying to get that nice new field that you're glad to have now started. And like you said, had to go on the road uh, first three games, all three teams obviously in the playoffs there. And then we've been arguing on the Thursday night show, y'all probably one of the hottest teams in the mid-state right now on that run. Takeaway last night, and you had a great comment that you put in the paper. You told them just to flush it because it doesn't matter anymore. Once the game's over, it's over. But it's not over. Like I said, we're going to head to Coffee County. Coffee County, probably best season they've had. I don't know when. I started to try to look it up, seeing the last time that that they were eight and two and a number one seed in their playoffs. And so y'all go on the road Friday night down there. Don't know a lot about Coffee County. I don't know, Coach, if you had a chance to look or, or see anything yet. Well, I tell you what, you look at their entirety of their season, you know, a close loss to Franklin County, who's a playoff team, a close loss to Page, who's one of the best teams in 5A in the entire state, you know, wins against Lebanon, uh, wins against Rockville, uh, you know, uh, went against a Ray County team this past week. And uh, I don't know the last time that Coffee County hosted a playoff game, uh, but uh, I know that they're going to be really excited. Uh, and uh, we played in a sectional basketball game there, uh, you know, this past uh, offseason, I was at that game. Uh, and uh, I think the entire, uh, you know, greater Coffee County uh, area was there. I mean, there was not uh, – it was kind of one of those deals where the entire town, you know, shut down that night. And uh, so I know it's going to be an awesome environment. Uh, we've played in several of those. Uh, you know, this is going to be our seventh road game uh, and uh, going to be an awesome uh, opportunity for our team. You know, we've got a mature football team, and I know that they're going to show up Monday uh, really excited about, you know, the chance that we have as a football team. Well, I know um, what I watched last night, you know, you think of Stewart's Creek, you think of your running backs. Coach, I was I was impressed with the passing game that you th- threw out there last night as well. Yeah, you know, uh, that's something that's kind of been coming on as the season's developed. Uh, had a really good week last week against Wilson Central throwing the ball. And, uh, you know, we just, we just got to – you know, week week on a week to week basis, figure out you know the best plan you know for that week, and uh, obviously Coffee County is going to present a different challenge. You know, we don't have uh, you know the benefit of uh, you know having a lot of common opponents. You know, I think Rockville is the only one that you know both of us have played, and, uh, and that's you know, not a good good thermostat because we know where Rockville yeah. was at the point when they played them. Yeah, no doubt, and and uh, you know so. Uh, but Coach Green has, has been there three or four years now and, and has really, you know, turned that program around. And, uh, I mean, they won their region. It doesn't matter, you know, what region you're in, uh, you know, where you are, who you've played. When you re- win the region, you host a home playoff game. And, you know, going on the road in the playoffs uh, is is something that, uh, you know, uh, I know our team's going to be excited about. And, and we're one of the few teams in this area that's made the 6A playoffs four years in a row. You know, our seniors have – uh, furthered Stewart's Creek football and uh, left it much better than they found it. And uh, I know that they're going to be really excited to, you know, pour their hearts out uh, on the field on Friday night at Coffee County. Absolutely. <clears throat> Four years in a row. Credit to your, to your kids, Coach. Credit to you as well as what you're building there. So you guys go on the road Friday night down to Coffee County and, and being that Rutherford County homer that I am, looking hopefully down the road week two, coming back. And although I hate, as I told Coach Creasy, us knocking each other off, I like seeing us advance. And I think you guys, I said, with the running game and that improving passing game, Coach, you're going to be a tough matchup for anybody. Well, we, we certainly hope so. And, and 
like we've said, I, I know that our players are uh, going to be focused. We've got a tight knit group of seniors that, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have to worry about how much this means to them, you know, and several guys, several underclassmen that just uh, show up every day and work incredibly hard and, and make our program really, really proud, not just, you know, on the practice field and game field and when we're watching film, but, you know, throughout our entire school uh, in their in their classes, you know, uh, amongst their teachers. And so uh, really proud to be a Red Hawk and excited about uh, extending our season uh, and, and the challenge that we have this next week. All right. We've been joined by Coach Ben Caudell, Stewart's Creek. And, yes, Coach, let's extend it another week, and we'll talk again. This coach's show is being fueled by Donut Country, two locations on Memorial and Middle Tennessee Boulevard, and by McDonald's Murfreesboro, operated by McGuire Management Group. Coming up next, we're going to talk a little Rockville Rockets. So what if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on